The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whitley, CBAs, and consultants, and sponsored by Advocate Healthcare, Hilton, and the Village of Bedford Park. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome into Hallis Hall at the facilities of PNC Studios. This is the Bears Coaches Show. Jeff Joniak with you and head coach Matt Nagy rolling on in until 8 o'clock tonight as we get you set for Mark Helfrich at the bottom of the hour. Good to be with you, everybody, and thank you for listening. We're brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors. Coach, how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, frustrating, but by no means demoralizing at this early point in the season. I think that's the best way to sum it up. Yeah, it, it was. It was frustrating, but, um, you know, you try to learn from these, and, and uh, the guys battled. They, they played hard. Not the uh, outcome that we wanted, but uh, again, they 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 um, they played to the final play, and uh, we'll just try to use it for, uh, for teaching. What did you like, and what concerned you? Well, the the, the part I liked was um, in that environment, um, just the way they they completely um, played until the final play. No no one gave up, no one quit, um, and there was some adversity throughout the game. Uh, for, for really all three sides. And so we, we stuck together and, and we fought till the very end. Um, you know, offensively to start, we, we uh, by not scoring any points, that's tough. But the defense then held them to seven points. So it felt felt a lot worse than seven to nothing. But we came in at halftime, had a good talk. The guys were positive, came back out. And then we went ahead and, and offensively, uh, got back on track and and scored uh, three three quick touchdowns in eight minutes and, and, um, and, and had a nice little lead. And then, uh, going to the defensive side, you know we we uh, you know we missed some tackles and they had some big plays. And when when you when you have big plays in this league uh, and you have touchdowns off of those big plays, then um, you know you got you got a battle to the end, and that's what happened. Any concerns that you see moving forward? No, no, none at all. No, we're uh, we're in a good place right now. We're, we have a, a team full of good good leaders, good guys. Uh, that's why uh, why we believe in the guys that we brought in here. Uh, four times like this, it's never it's never always rosy. It's 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 hard to have those Tampa Bay games every week. But um, again, you can learn from these situations, and that's what we'll do. And we'll become better coaches. We'll become better players, and and um, put it behind us and get ready for New England. You know, you mentioned the Tampa Bay weeks. Yes, you can't, but a uh, couple touchdowns taken off the board by those red zone takeaways, and and they lead the league. I think they have five now for the season. Uh, Miami does credit to them, um, but it would have been a high scoring game. It would have been another explosive, high-scoring game, it looks like, offensively. That must give you great hope and excitement as well. Yeah, the guys are, are really starting to gel offensively. You can see Mitch is playing playing really well right now. Uh, the trust level amongst him and, and the wide receivers, the offensive line block and the guys running the ball, um, it's all there. And, uh, you know, we got to – the, the the fellas know this, but the ball security is number one. We gotta you gotta protect the football. You gotta respect the football, and and uh, when that's the case, uh, and you win the turnover battle, then you normally have a good chance of winning. And, and yesterday, offensively, we didn't do that. None of it was lack of effort. And these guys feel bad. You know, it stinks that that they lost a you know through an interception or lost a fumble. Um, and so we got to rally behind them and support them. The heat was managed the best it could be. I've had people tell me it may have been the hottest game those who didn't play that they've ever experienced on that sideline 
I was only there on pregame, but I felt the heat even coming up from the grass. And that's how that's how hot it was there. And that was at, you know, 10.30 in the morning, 11.30 in the morning. So um, was it one of them? And that, we're not making excuses here. It's just the reality. You're in the sun, they're in the shade um, the whole game. But was that one of the hottest games you ever experienced? Yeah, it was. It that was uh, that was the hottest game that I was ever a part of. Okay. Um, yeah, for sure. It was hot. Uh, but again, like you just said, that's no excuse. That's all part of the elements. And uh, I said it last week. There's going to be times when teams are coming to here to our home and been playing in some pretty cold weather. So you uh, use whatever yeah, is available exactly, to you. That's right? exactly right. And and I do want to make sure that everyone understands that um, you know we we were our our athletic trainers and our sports science. Every everyone there, they were they were awesome at making sure everyone was hydrated. And we didn't have any cramping issues, considering I think it was a heat index of 107. And uh, you know our guys to to play five quarters essentially, um, they did a great job with that. And, and like you said, with the shade, we we were able to to have some man-made shade built over there. But um, no excuses. Miami deserve. You know, they won the game. They fought hard. They they uh, they gave us a battle and. And, um, and we lost, but we'll learn from it. From your experience over the years uh, dealing with warm weather games, and certainly this was an acute situation, what do you do during this week then? Is it, is it affect them any way over the course of this week? Preparing? As far as the weather? Yeah, just, just, their, just their general yeah. health and feeling after something like that is so draining. Is uh, I would say probably more so on, on Monday, um, today, tomorrow. Uh, it can start to, you know, they'll, they'll start get back to recovering um, just because of it was five quarters, number one, no matter where you play, that's an extra quarter physically. And then uh, because of the, the environment and, and the weather. Uh, so, but, but our guys will be fine. Uh, they, they're, uh, you know, we're going into week six here and they understand how important it is to, to protect our home turf. And, and uh, it's going to be a, a great challenge and a great opportunity for us to play the Patriots. You, you mentioned tackles. It, it, it's been brought up, obviously. Uh, the two big plays by Albert uh, Wilson were incredible runs on his part. Give him a little daylight and boom, he's gone anyway. 31 tackles, according to the statistics, by the defensive backs in the game as it was. Um, in terms of that, do you think some of the fatigue that may have kicked in is a part of that when you got a, a situation like that going on? I don't know. You know, it, it could be. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really one to, I guess, answer that just because I don't know physically yeah. exactly where everybody was. I but guess I'm that's a at, lot of tackles yeah. in the backfield. Yeah, well, I'm driving. Is it, it hasn't shown up at, at sure. any point this year? Sure. So that's no. Why. Yeah. So it, it it could be, but. Um, again, they they had to tackle in that weather too, and so uh, for for our guys, um, you know, they our our guys, our players are hard on themselves, and and they care, and that's a good thing. And so when we were flying back on the plane last night, you know, these guys were were discussing, um, uh, you know, how we can get better and and how we're gonna get better, and and when you see that, and there's no. Um, situation where guys are pointing fingers or, or they're, they're split at all. We don't we don't have that, and that's that's what I'm proud about with this team and this organization. And and uh, so we gotta we gotta work through this. Gosh, that's not even a fact. I mean, that's not even a factor. You know, usually when things like that happen, that's over a couple of years of something that's not going right. I don't think you ever have to worry about that with this bunch. No, no. You know, they're just no, that type of guy. No, so guys. on the plane. So yeah, that's an interesting thing. So our guy, were you going up to guys? Guys coming up to you, or you just get a sense of what's going on? Yeah, no, I like usually to, guys put their headset on, yeah, watch their iPad, yeah, and they no. go to sleep. No, there was, and trust me, there was a good amount of guys that were that were uh, completely exhausted and tired, and uh, with which you can understand. But at the same time, too, the guys are you know just coming coming off a a, a battle on on the field, and so. 
Uh, I like to go back and just talk to the guys and just see how they're doing. I like number one, just check physically how are they, and and uh, and then mentally where you at, and then talk through it. You know, hey, wh- wh- you know, how can we get better? What what can what can we do to get better? And communication is huge in this building, and uh, as long as we communicate, we're all honest, and we figure out how to fix problems and issues. Um, then in the end, ultimately, it's going to help us. And, and that's that's what we do. And that's what I love about this team. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Gabriel traps out to the left side beyond the numbers. Slot right. Troy Burton and outside of him, Allen Robinson. Trubisky takes the snap. That's a four-man rush. Lost the pass down the right side going deep. Gabriel's got it over the shoulder and brought down inside the 25. Taylor Gabriel beats his man deep. His second big play of the day, and they keep going after this corner. Tory McTire. And that is Taylor Gabriel, his second 100-yard game as the Bears uh, losing uh, overtime in Miami as they go to 3-2, and two, but still maintain first place in the NFC North. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. And uh, I believe it was 61 career games. He never had a 100-yard game. He's now got him back-to-back. So this new role for him in this in this career He's really taking advantage of it, Taylor Gabriel. Yeah, he's doing well. And, and it's, uh, again, when he first got here, uh, coming from Atlanta, um, it was a different system. And and now we're learning how he fits into a role here with our offense. And he's got a lot of confidence. He's playing well. Uh, he's doing a great job. And so you can see a guy like that that has speed, you can always take the top off of a defense. It opens up other guys as well. And so... Uh, whenever we get an opportunity to throw it deep, we're going to, and he's been, they've been uh, connecting with those deep balls. Must feel great that he, like you mentioned him last week, I think to the media, he, you don't anymore want to be just labeled as a guy who's just a, uh, a gimmicky guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Utility guy. Yeah. He, he's uh, the, the great part about Taylor is that you're able to use him as a gadget guy and he's great at that, but defenses can't just look at him as that. And now what he's doing is he's going out there and he's playing outside and He's playing a lot more plays than he's ever been used to, and uh, he's fulfilling a role for us, which is great. Uh, he's he's really uh, him, him and, and Allen Robinson right now uh, collectively are just feeding off of each other, and and Allen's just such a great mentor for all these guys, and just does all the little things right all the time. And so uh, anytime you have that, it helps everybody out. I know you don't love numbers. Last week, I thought it was one of the best quotes I've ever heard a coach <laughs> say when you said, "We don't care about numbers; we care about letters," and everybody knows what that means. Super Bowl letters, but Mitch, the last two weeks, 770, 72%, nine touchdowns, one interception, 143 rating, 100 yards rushing on 11 carries. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of math right there. Those are numbers that I'd like to talk about a little bit. I mean, what's that saying? What are those numbers telling Matt Nagy? Well, it, it's starting to tell everybody that uh, he's starting to feel really comfortable in this offense, and, and we are all together feeling that uh, you're seeing him – throw the ball uh, with a lot of conviction. You know, he's trusting his first read. He's seeing it better. Uh, He's feeling better. We're feeling better knowing what plays he likes uh, in time. Uh, And so anytime that happens, you start seeing numbers like that. And uh, I I think he's done a really good job at being able to balance this touchdown to check down mentality. If it's there, the touchdown or the deep ball, he takes it. If it's not, then we check it down and, and, uh, and let our, our playmakers make plays. And so it's really neat for me to be able to see see Mitch grow. Uh, he appreciates the role he's in. He, ta- he, he has a lot of respect for the role, a lot of respect for his teammates. And uh, as I've said from day one, 
this thing will only get better each and every week. And um, there's going to be still some hiccups as we go. But right now, from where we're at, uh, where we've come to, I'm really proud of the guys, and, uh, and he leads the charge. Yeah, and a couple of hiccups yesterday were early in the game, and boy, just think what happens if he hits Miller there on the deep one. Yeah. Or, and some of these things, too, just so people know, it's it's not always just Mitch. It, right. I, I don't know if the routes are run right or whatever. Sure. We don't know that as, as fans and sure. as observers, so... You know that stuff, though. Yeah, and there's uh, – shoot, you can go back and, and look at a lot of tape from a lot of quarterbacks yesterday. And, and I, I know everyone likes to be hard on our quarterback here, and I get it. Um, but I just want to make it real clear that I watch a lot of football. We watch a lot of football. And trust me, there's a lot of missed throws by a lot of good quarterbacks in this league. And uh, But there's a lot of good throws made, too. And what our guy's doing right now is he's making he's making a lot of good throws. And so uh, he's putting us in great situations. And he'll be the first one to tell you that he wants the interception back uh, and understands that. But he'll learn from it. We'll all grow. And then uh, in the end, uh, th- this offense will, will will get to that point to where we just really start humming and we feel good about everything. And, and um, But I'm, I'm, they're, they're in a good spot. You know, back to the plane ride. You talk to everybody, but do you spend a lot of time with Mitch or does he need time to decompress on the plane? No, I'll, we'll we'll spend some time together and talk. And uh, he wants that. For yeah, it, it's good. It's good. That 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 you got to have that relationship. Um, this isn't just a deal where we're in the classroom or we're on the football field. I think being able to have the human element involved in it and just um, talk ball after everything too. There's a lot of emotions that are going on now uh, on that plane. It's it's hard. You know, you're you're just getting over. Uh, those guys are physically and mentally beat down, win, lose, or draw. Uh, and, and so it's it's. It's nice to be able to talk through some things. Um, generally, I'll watch the game on the plane, and then I'll go back and talk to them after I've seen seen it. The players will watch it too. So they have a pretty good idea um, the next day how they feel about things. And and then, uh, you know, a day like today, they come on in here. We'll talk about it in the morning for a little bit, and then we put it aside and let's go. It's uh, even even after a win, it's let's, it's time to move on. You don't have any wasted time here on on uh, on pouting or, or worrying about this or that. You fix your problems and you move on. How many times do you watch the game? Uh, I'll, I'll watch it maybe two or three times. And the first time I watch it, I, I, skim, wa- I like watch it. No, through? I actually take my time each yeah, play. Okay. Yeah, and I, I'll take my time and I'll, I'll I'll rewind it each play. Probably watch each play four or five times uh, from different angles and 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 understand every position and see it all. Uh, and then generally, um, and that's offense, defense, and special teams. So that takes a little bit of time. Um, it'll take me, carry me to this morning, and then the guys come in. And you talk a little bit about it, and then psh, right on to uh, to New England. They hand it up on the delay. Here's Cohen looping inside of the ten. Cohen five. He's in for the touchdown. Touchdown Bears. Twenty-one yard run. Terry Cohen, and the celebration continues in Miami. Yeah, things were really smoking there, and Tariq Cohen is a big part of this right now. Coach Nagy with us in this Sunday's game against the Patriots, brought to you by Advocate Healthcare, the official healthcare provider of the Chicago Bears. Um, his number's also popping now, to 314 all-purpose yards over the past two games, and it's come by ground and by air, and he's, in my perspective, hitting those plays with authority, running his routes with explosiveness. There's no thinking going on. He's just playing. That's what we like right now is these guys are starting to get to that point where um, they're not thinking. And when you when you uh, when you don't think, the game slows down a lot. And that's starting to happen now with, with these guys on offense. And uh, Tariq's a big part of that. Uh, we're able to do different things with him. Uh, he had that nice touchdown run yesterday. Made a safety miss one on one in air. And uh, guys did an excellent job blocking the scheme. 
and uh, that was a big play in the game. And then, of course, being able to uh, to catch the ball out of the backfield and do different things with them uh, was really great. Uh, you know, this has always kind of been interesting for me being on these coaches shows over the years because everybody likes to be a head coach and they have all the game situations in their head. And you answered those questions today about different things. What did you learn from your playing career as a coach, or as a player rather, as a quarterback, as a quarterback more mm-hmm. importantly, and from Coach Reed over the years about handling criticism, whether it be inside or outside a building? Yeah. Well, and it's serving you now. Well, yeah, yeah. It, co- it comes with the territory. So uh, nobody in this role um, would be in this seat or take this job if they couldn't handle it. And um, so a lot of times there's credit given uh, uh, to the head coach uh, when it shouldn't be. And, and then there's times when, when there's criticism that goes when there should be, you know, as well. So uh, I get it. I understand it. And the, the, the part that, that, I don't, that I always uh, keep in perspective is that, again, I say this all the time, is that it's only because people care. You know, they want, they want, they want to win, and, and I get that. So, uh, you know, I always go back to, trust me, we're doing everything we can to, uh, to, to, to make sure that we have an op- a good opportunity to win. And so anytime you have situations where you can learn as a coach specifically um, in whatever it is, you you remind yourself of what they are. And then you ask yourself the question, would you do it the same? Would you do it different throughout the game in all different situations? So with with this being my my fifth game as a head coach, uh, there's every game. There's always something that that um, I like to think about and decide. And, and it'll, it'll only help make me better in the long run. Well, you're also relying on your past experiences mm-hmm. too to make sure. these decisions. There is a philosophy that you have put together that you will tweak throughout the rest of your career. Yeah, yeah, and and it, and at times it'll change. Uh, you know, uh, for for our guys, uh, whether it's a, a fourth down call, whether it's like yesterday where you know uh, we were in a position to kick a, a longer 53-yard field goal. Um, do you throw the ball on third down and try to get closer? All valid questions. I totally understand that. Uh, and so when we're in those situations again, uh, depending on the on the weather, depending on uh, you know the running back, the linemen, the wide receivers, maybe you do throw it. And and but I but I said it this morning, and I I I, I feel it that uh, I felt very confident in in the kick yesterday at 53 yards, and I still. I still till today, I still feel the same way. And it doesn't mean that it'll play out the same way. And we may give him, you know, we may do call a different play. Who knows? But I have a lot of confidence in Cody Parkey. Yeah. And, and Plus, as the weather turns, things yeah, change in that yeah, department yeah, also. Yeah, exactly. You know, for sure. As we're getting close to that, the weather uh, is changing here very rapidly. All right. In our remaining moments here, look, sneak peek at the Patriots. Uh, obviously, you, you took them uh, last year in Kansas City and, and did a number. I mean, not, not that that matters this year, mm-hmm. but there is some knowledge. And Tom Brady, this game is huge. It's huge for fans. He's only been here one other time. Um, there's going to be a great vibe. There's going to be a great vibe in that in that building. And um, what's your respect level for what this man has accomplished with that head coach? Well, the ultimate respect. And, and you know, he's uh, one of, if not the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. And then, obviously, with Coach Belichick, is the same stature. Uh, so uh, this, is, this is a team that... Uh, has been there, done that so many times. They know how to win. They know how to take it to the top. And I think it's a great challenge for our guys. Uh, what, what better way than to have uh, a team that's hot right now come on in here to Soldier Field? We always talk about protecting our home turf. And our, our guys will be ready. Uh, we'll, we'll, they'll be excited. It'll be an awesome challenge. 
Um, and that's what you want. If you're looking for anything less than that, then you're in the wrong business. And so um, it, it'll be our job to have a great week of practice, uh, respect our opponent, um, but by all means, give them everything we got. All right. Well, we'll be looking forward to it. We'll talk to you throughout the course of the week. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and this hour featuring offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich brought to you by Whipley CBAs and Consultants and sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy, Verizon and Miller Lite. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Trubisky with Cohen to his left. Takes the snap, Mitch going to throw. Protection holds, throwing, middle of the end zone. Touchdown, touchdown Bears for the lead. Great route, and Mitch, he knew exactly what he was doing. He guns it in there. Bears up 13-7. All right, Mark Helfrich, Bears offensive coordinator, joins the program now. Good evening, and on that throw, he did, He just he knew, and he let it rip, didn't he? He had velocity on that ball. Yeah, and you were dead on in your in your description. You're good at what you do <laughs> oh, because that and that's thank you. That's what we need to do more of is is to just get 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 dialed in 100. You know, it, it's. Unfortunately, I've been on this show. This is my second time, and a bunch of missed opportunities have been characterized in both. And a tough loss, you know, great a great rebound, you know. And I'm sure we'll get more into it uh, just from a uh, you know really every aspect of our offense. We had a bunch of chances in the first half and, and didn't make it happen. The second half, uh, I thought, responded really well. But then we have to close the deal. We have to be able to close the deal. So let, let's let's take it in chunks a little bit, not mm-hmm. to go over, over everything. But that first uh, 131 yards on the first, or 31 plays and 124 yards or something like that. That was that was it for the first 31 plays during that period of time. What were you trying to do there to get everything going in the right direction? Because then we know what happened in the second half. Yeah, I mean, you look at the first three plays, and we probably had, we had two guys, two guys with opportunities for for 88-yard touchdowns in the first two plays. And so when you look at that, uh, and and luckily and to his credit, we came back to similar schemes later, and 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 Mitch hit them. You know, guys made plays, and 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 so it's just again, you just can't get enough repetitions at, at quarterback and 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 again it wasn't yeah, his quote no. unquote fault on on 98% of it but uh you know I, again he, he responded well came back and and played more just just urgent more confidently uh, and again your description of of just being just just more just focused and laser focused progression wise in, in everything he did and and he did a nice job of so that so when you say you know the, the similar um uh, concept. What does that say about him, though, that he was able to go back to it and deliver? A lot, a lot. And you know, Anthony Miller's touchdown was was basically the, the same play as the first mm. third down of the game. Uh, and so again, for him to to recognize it was actually a, a little bit different pressure that they brought, and it was a different coverage. Uh, but it it, it kind of played out the same for the quarterback. And so that that's something that that uh, you just again th- those are things that nobody when we certainly don't want to you know go back on that thing of experience and reps and all that stuff, but that's what it has to be yeah. at the at the quarterback position and, but even at the receiver position so yeah. you know their routes have to be run precise they they, yep. they got to get to the area where you, and so i don't know if that's yep. all accurate either so those are things that all are are going to be ironed out over time absolutely and we had a couple plays you know and and going back to it takes it takes a village it takes all 11 of you know, we had a couple of plays where where Mitch was correct, the route was correct, and our protection broke down. And you know, by and large, our guys have done a great job up front, and they will continue to you know compete their tails off and improve. Everybody will from this, um, and and you know, everybody everybody kind of took their their uh, 
their responsibility and took their took their turn. Yeah, the hardest part of the day probably is taking points off the board. You know, you know you're going to get something, and by golly, it didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, he, he, huge turn of events. Yeah. I mean, that that, that um, it, you know, <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble. So. Yeah, it, the it, point it, is though, it, it's a it, it doesn't seem to be. Well, it looks like it's a subjective thing. I, I don't know, but it's, it, you know, yeah. like Matt said, he, he did everything he was supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, he did everything Trey he was Burton. coached to do. He did everything. Yeah. He, he, it was one of those things, and and I'll just t- speak yeah. very generally. Yeah. Officials look for things or anticipate things, and, and in that situation, you have to see it. You know, you mm-hmm. have to see it happen to throw a flag in that situation uh, and not, I think something must have happened here, you know, type of, type of uh, mentality. I'm not saying that. I'm not right, saying right, that happened. Right, 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 right. Uh, but... Uh, you know, very proud of how those guys executed there. But then again, we have to treat that. that that's another learning that's, experience for you, right? It, it is. And yeah. the next play again, we, we, we've got to answer. We've got to, we've got to be right uh, with, with a little route, route uh, part of it. And, and, you know, at quarterback, we've got to be right. We've got to respond better uh, to, to another kind of, you know, piece of adversity. The Bears Coaches Show with offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continue. Mitch in the gun, back to his right. Seaver, top of the field, two near side. Mitch going to shovel it inside. Here is Trey Burton. He goes airborne for the goal line. He is in for the touchdown. Touchdown Bears, and it's 7-6, and he throws the ball into the end zone to a picked-out fan as Trey Burton gets in, and the Bears finally get on the board. Yeah, first touchdown, but his third of the season, second on a shovel pass, and my broadcast partner, uh, Mark Helfrich, always used to say the bootleg was the play of the 90s. I think the shovel pass is now the play of <laughs> this decade. Uh, it's it's popping up everywhere, but how effective? Why does the, why do those plays work, especially well, near the goal line? Yeah, it has a couple couple. There's a couple elements to it. There's a perimeter element, you know, whether it's a, a toss or, or a handoff to somebody running to the to the perimeter, and then there's an interior element to it too. Uh, you know, basically a power play. Uh, that that version. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the the one specifically we did yesterday. And so there's there's some some gray area for a defense that has to attack. They have to respond to one of those two elements, and hopefully you're you know throwing it or pitching it to the other. So a little bit of a triple option kind of kind of aspect to it, I guess, makes it makes it difficult. Yeah. And, and quarterbacks love it because it's a it's a touchdown pass. <laughs> exactly, the easiest touchdown yeah, pass they'll ever have. Can't get any easier than that. That's for sure. But uh, that's a good combination right there, uh, indeed. Um, let's let's talk more about what you guys were aiming to do against this particular defense. Uh, that, that that secondary obviously was getting a lot of turnovers. They're very stingy in the red zone. I think they have now five takeaways in the in the red zone. Um, what were they doing well yesterday that that you anticipated they do well, and how are you going to combat it? Well, you know, we always like to at least think we have the the chalk last in our mind, and we have the ball in our hand, and so we'll make it right type of mentality. And and uh, you know, the two the two biggest plays of the game obviously are the are the the turnover inside the inside the one really, and yeah. then and then the the red zone pick after the 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 tough. We'll just call it a tough call, uh, and so those those two things, you know, again, can happen, and and they were really self-inflicted. They, you know, we we kind of ran into our own guy almost after tripping on our own guy. You know, it was just one of those weird plays where you're 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 Jordan kind of got tripped up, and then he kind of lost his ball security as he, as he was falling to the ground, and that's something you drill constantly is falling down 
without protecting yourself. That's a very unnatural thing to do. And, and unfortunately it happened in the worst possible situation. Uh, and then, you know, the number one thing, the number one thing at quarterback you can't do is turn the ball over in the red zone. And, and unfortunately we did that. So we have to coach those situations better and we, we can and will, and, and we'll respond to, to them uh, the right way. How's it going with the Cushion Daniels alternating series? And is, is there's a lot of benefit here? I think so. Yeah. You know, those guys both um, they did things well. They did things that they'll watch on film and go, hey, I could, you know, I could do, I could polish up a couple things here and there. As we again, we all can. Uh, but liked, I thought, I thought them, they they each brought their own element to it. Cush uh, did a great job on on Trey's touchdown. As a matter of fact, there on that that shovel, you just played a, a great block. Uh, had a couple of the key blocks, and then and then you know JD is is just a guy again that just needs to play. He, just, he needs every rep that that he can get as well. I, I noticed last night on our TV show Bears Game Night Live on Fox, I had to break down Cohen's plays in the open field and in space and. It just turned out I know three of them were on second down and one one was on uh, third down that we broke down. But something fascinating there with second down with him uh, after you get, you know, in a, in a real good position on first down to just keep moving the chain, stay ahead of the chains. Yeah, or just by happenstance, maybe just by happenstance. <laughs> they had a, they had a little bit of a kind of a second and long plan that, that, that was uh, unique. And so there were a couple things that we we're trying to, 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 you know, strategically get get the ball in Tariq's hand. We like the ball in Tariq's hands. That's a good thing. Um, and, and uh, you know, uh, again, did did everything right until the very end of that play. And, and you got to give give them credit uh, on, on the forced fumble. But, again, we're going to coach up and, and correct the, the ball security element of it. But, yeah, he, he did some really good things, um, kind of freelanced a couple things that, you know, he's always going to do, make a play that, that nobody nobody's ever seen before. And he, he's – He's fun to coach and fun to be around. But one thing I notice when he is off of schedule a little bit uh, on his runs and doing it at a living, his head's constant. It's like a turret. It's constantly moving around. So would that tell me then he's got great vision? He knows what he's looking for? He's he's amazing. He's one of those guys, you know, he's not necessarily very tall or, or thick, but he he's always kind of running at full speed. Full speed, Omnidirectional yeah. and, <laughs> and with full power. You know, there's, there's some guys that if they have to, change direction they lose some element there whether it's their leverage uh their ability to change direct whatever it is and and he doesn't you know and i think so he he maximizes all all elements of what make him special running running straight ahead he can do it you know every every which way he can do it in the protection game he can do it obviously as a route runner uh so he does he just does a lot of good things are, are some of mitch's attempted throws in positions where say for alan robinson who drew three penalties yeah. yesterday are those risk risks you worth taking in some of those situations? Because you might be able to draw at, at a minimum a flag if you're not going to. And those are big plays. Absolutely. And, and you know the spot foul is a huge deal in the NFL. And and we probably had one more where we would have liked to to see him, you know, give him a shot at the ball. And, and a couple of years ago, I can't remember the exact stat, but I think he he actually led the league. In, Allen did. And yeah, and and pass you know pass interference penalties called against. Um, and, and so that's something that, you know, again, he's a lanky guy. He's got great, 
uh, great range, and, and guys have to have to get on him, get into him to to affect his ability to make the catch. Mark Helfrich, our offensive coordinator, our guest here on the Bears Coaches Show. And make sure you stop by the Miller Lite Chicago Bears Ultimate Tailgate to enjoy food, $5 Miller Lights, music, and games for every age. Located at the Field Museum Terrace, the Ultimate Tailgate free to enter and will be open two hours before through one hour after every Bears regular season home game. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBM. And we'll hear a little bit of Coach Nagy from the first portion of the program. If you're just joining us, we're with offensive coordinator Mark Helvich for a couple of more minutes, breaking down the loss to Miami. We'll give a little sneak peek at Patriots in just a moment. I had mentioned to uh, Matt, he's not a big numbers guy, but Mitch's numbers over the last two games obviously are fantastic. Just great numbers all the way around the horn. But what I want to talk about with you is the fact that the big plays, now 11 of 25 yards or more, so in the past two games alone. So the big play element is starting to really percolate, and I'm sure it's 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 fitting into what you guys ultimately would like to see. Yeah, and the thing we would ultimately like to see is <laughs> is wins, yeah. you know, and 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 that is good. I couldn't tell you any of those numbers. I'm I, I'm also not, I couldn't I'm not, not, a, not a numbers, numbers guy, guy at all. Uh, but we have to you know push the ball downfield and become more explosive, more consistently explosive, uh, and turn those into touchdowns. You know, we've we've done that, a better job of that uh, as as you've said the last last couple of weeks. Uh, but then you know at the end of a game like that, you go back to man. If we woulda, shoulda, coulda, and and it and it bites you, and so there's nobody I know more more frustrated than than Mitchell when when it's and again it's not on him but he's the quarterback so it so it will be uh, and I know he's excited to 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 prepare for for a great challenge in in New England. So in the five games so far, no matter the outcomes or who you're playing, you've shown what you are capable of doing offensively in certain things with. You know, having manageable third downs, uh, the field position, all these things that you talk about when you talk about uh, winning football, time of possession still leading the league in that category, um, the downfield elements, the spreading the ball around to different receivers, horizontally and vertically stretching teams. It, it seems to be this big pot. If this was like stew, it's starting to, <laughs> it's starting to cook. I mean, is this a good way to describe? Because all of those things, they're – there have been moments of great success in all of these certain situations. Is that yeah, is that, that a good sign? It's it's that sounds delicious. If we can put that <laughs> if we can put that all together, and that's yeah, that's absolutely what you're trying to do. You have to you have to be able to you know all those cliches. You have to run when they know you're going to run. You have to be able to throw when they know you have to throw. And we've been able to do those things at times. You know, even even yesterday we overcame some bad third down situations that we don't want to be in. Uh, and then at the same time, that's what makes it that that much more frustrating when you, when you give away something that you know that you can execute and and that's where we you know we go back to the drawing board and and go okay hey maybe we need to tweak this or tweak that or lose this or add more of that and and it's just that constant feedback and 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 give and take when you're when you're developing you know a bunch of guys that have never played together before all right, that's going to wrap up the program tonight. The Bears get ready for game day with a powerful noise-canceling technology of Boys Quite Comfort 35 headphones. Good night, everybody. WBBM and HD Chicago. WCFS-FM and HD1 Elmwood Park, Chicago.